I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions. I'm your host, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a comedian, and I'm an idiot. I don't know a fucking thing. I think we all are idiots sometimes, and that's why we're here. If you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Thanks for checking me out. Please hit that subscribe button. Leave a rating and a review. It helps me. Helps me feel good. No, it helps the podcast show up more in the apps that you're using to listen to podcasts so other people can get answers to their ignorant questions. And yeah, no, it does. It is nice to see that you guys are enjoying the podcast. So thank you for everyone who has subscribed and left those great, fun, positive reviews. I love it. Uh, Shout out also to people who support me extra, extra, my best idiots forever, top tier patrons, Gene and Kathy over on Patreon. We've got a great big group over there at patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. You can join for all different levels of, uh, of patronage. (laughs) What the fuck am I saying? For as little as a dollar a month, you can get stand up clips, full length episodes, uh, certain levels. We've started live streaming the episodes. So you can ask your questions to the guests in real time. We do hangouts. There's cards. It's fun. We're having fun over there. So, uh, if you like comedy, you like the podcast, get in there, get, get some extra shit and know that I am deeply, deeply appreciative of everyone who joins that because you're really keeping me afloat. Shout out to my new patrons who just came in right now. Rena and Megan, not in where I'm at, in on the, the Patreon. You guys get it. Huh. I'm so thankful. You know what else I'm thankful for is NeuroGum. I say it every episode, but it's good gum. It's gum with B vitamins and L-theanine. Gives you a focused energy. Helps me get my shit done. Helps me get these podcasts edited. In addition to our wonderful new uh, producer who you guys met last week, Sam. But if you would like to try NeuroGum, people are liking it. People are talking. I'm getting a lot of messages. Thank you, by the way, for everyone who messages me and tells me like how how they feel about something that I recommend because I like hearing that feedback. I want to interact with you. I fucking love this gum. I love hearing from other people who love it. I also find it interesting when people are like, not for me, but I tried it. And thanks for giving me the idea to try it. Or you know who did like it? My partner, whatever. You can get 15% off when you try NeuroGum at getneuro.com. That's G-E-T-N-E-U-R-O.com slash J-M-S. That'll get you 15% off right away. The doctor is in, you guys. Um, we're building up questions and voicemails and text messages for a live segment uh, where I give advice now that I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist practitioner, therapy practitioner, not a therapist. I'm absolutely not licensed, and I will clarify that most of my advice is probably maniacal. But if you would like some advice on your life, on your career, romance, moms, dads, children, Kill them all. No, uh, but you can leave a voicemail or send a text there and we will launch that in the future. You know, if people continue to have interest 
Also, speaking of getting interested, getting involved, you want to get more involved in the podcast, but you don't really have the money to be joining a Patreon right now. You've, you know, you've stretched your excess budget to the point of breaking with all the OnlyFans you've subscribed to. And God bless you for it. Uh, You can join the Facebook group. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. It's a safe space for unsafe questions. You want to ask things, have ignorant queries, want to engage with people. It's a, it's a place to, d- to discuss, you know, adult conversations where you can meet people of various backgrounds, various beliefs, and talk out your points of view. Or, as we do most of the time, just share stupid fucking memes. I love it. I love it so much. So get in there for either conversation or some laughs at some dumb shit. But enough about where you can see more of me and more of the podcast. Let's get to the actual podcast because my guest this week is rad as fuck, you guys. It's Vanessa Rosetto, who, if you don't know, one of the top five black nutritionists uh, as named by Essence. She's an incredible fucking dietitian, nutritionist, an amazing person. You're going to love her. I This interview was so easy. It was like talking to a friend. She's a registered dietitian and she co-founded Kalina Health with um, another lady, Tamar Samuels, and we just get into it. We talk about nutrition. We talk about health. We talk about relationships with food. Is there a certain food you should be eating, staying away from? Is there one diet that fits all? What What about dieting? How does she feel about it? Is it healthy? We go into all of it because, you know, this month we're focusing on wellness and there's so many different facets of that, but definitely nutrition is a big part of it. Uh, so much of disease and chronic pain, chronic illness is linked to what we eat. Uh, and, you know, so much joy and uh, emotional shit, emotional feelings is tied into food. So what a way to kick it off. You know what I mean? I hope you guys are all doing as well as you can in this shit storm. I realized uh, I recorded my intro and outro last week, way before all the insurrection shit happened in the news. So it was just like, hippity doopity doo. And uh, as I'm recording now, they've just voted to impeach Trump. We'll see where that goes. I'm it's I'm exhausted. I'm sure you are too. And I hope that this conversation gives you a little bit of a lift as it did me. Uh, so without any further ado, uh, the, the incredible, I mean, she's worked with celebrities, Adam Newman, Lala from Vanderpump Rules. She's the dietetic, dietetic internship director. I can't say the words at NYU. So fucking she knows her shit. You know what I mean? And cool as hell. You guys enjoy this episode with Vanessa Rosetto. Hey, idiots. I am here with Vanessa Rosetto. I am so excited. Me too. I mean, d- top nutritionist. You have a whole like nutrition. I-, I don't even know what to call it. Like you founded Kalina Health. Yeah. You're, I mean, I mean, we're going to dive into all of it, I guess. But yeah. it's like we're here to talk about food, you guys. That's the gist of it is oh. that. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. We're, she's ready. Like the thing we love. And that's like the theme of January for us over on the podcast has been like all the things that, you know, I think, you know, people start their new year off these resolutions and stuff. Uh, and I think food is a huge, huge one, obviously. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, is January as someone who works in nutrition as a dietitian, is like January a big month when you're like usually getting hit up more? Um, it's kind of weird. Not really. It, it usually is like March is when everyone, you know, like you got that one random, like 70 degree day and you're like, Oh snap. I, the sun is touching me. I need to get it together. So like, 
<laughs> your stomach's hanging over your pants and you're like, what has winter done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like January is like slow. Um, everyone's still like in a, you know, Christmas Hanukkah hangover. So, yes. so they're kind of like, okay, I, I don't really want to deal with you right now. And especially like now in the state of the world, everybody's just like, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to a dietitian. But That's so funny. They're like, screw you. I'm eating my feelings. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to talk to you. But also like, there's nothing magical about January. So no. I, I'm just like, guys, live your life. If you want to, you know, eat cookies and drink wine this month, I'm, I'm here in February. You could like, it's, yeah. it's whatever works for you. Yeah. You're like, I'll always be here. The food fucking God willing will always yeah. be available. Yeah. Like, like you have to eat. So let's get right with it. Right. Well, how I mean, what brought you into like the nutrition world? Like what kind of sparked your interest? Um, you know, it's so funny. My roommates from college are always like, do you tell these people that you drank a six pack of Pepsi every day? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> I'm not a liar. So I was always like very, very thin my whole life. I ate whatever I wanted. Um, I went to college and I, I don't know, I gained a bunch of weight. Still like classic. Like I'm thankful that my mother was never somebody who talked about her weight there there was like there was what a blessing there wasn't a scale in my house maybe there was like a broken one um my mom cooked every single meal my mom is from haiti so there was like if my mom made a lasagna there was also rice and beans on the stove like there's oh my god like go there today right now it's two o'clock in new york like there is rice and beans on the stove and then she probably like roasted a chicken like whatever so <laughs> there was just always food always I love food. that there's always food so like i always ate rice and beans and like i my mother didn't care if i my parents didn't care if i drank like soda or you know my favorite breakfast was cheese whiz on a english muffin (laughs) that is yeah like so nobody they like i better have hundreds on every single test and like you know not get pregnant or go to jail like basics have manners but whatever else nobody cared like we don't care eat rocks yeah just just do well on your test do well on your test like don't get knocked out exactly which and so (laughs) i i did what i was supposed to do and then i graduated from college you know in college i just like drank beer and ate pizza all the time very and college very yes. college and then I you know I graduated from college I got an apartment with friends and you know then I stopped drinking natty ice every night <laughs> right oh my god <laughs> treat so, yourself yeah I was like we in the Bronx we in White Castle chicken rings and then um <laughs> and and then I I lost weight and I didn't know how I lost weight I just did and like so now and now I know how I lost weight is that I yeah. was like <laughs> My, I went, I moved back home to my parents' house for a little while. So my mother was making all my meals again. And I wasn't, you know, eating, drinking beer every day and having soda all the time. And so then, of course, I lost weight. And yeah, but I was like still curious. I was like, how did I do this? Right. So because yeah, you're like, I didn't try to lose weight. I didn't. I just, you know, I was like 22 years old and I stopped fucking around and then I lost weight. And so then I went to a registered dietitian, um, Carrie Glassman, who is a good friend of mine. And she's very well known. And she, explained metabolism and the body it was like very easy because it it really is easy and it's easy like the mechanics of it are easy the emotion and all that other shit is complicated oh yeah yeah the like the fundamentals of understanding it simple yeah and because i didn't have any food shit honest to god like i remember in high school my friends like dieting and got on a scale and i was just like i don't know i like it you is, didn't have any hangups. No, I didn't have any like, hangups. So I just did what the lady told me to do. And I was like, wow, that was so interesting that she really explained it to me in such a great way. I would love to dig deeper into this. So I just started taking class at NYU and then I decided to become a dietitian. I mean, my parents every day are still like, so you're not going to be a doctor? And I'm like, <laughs> so no. <laughs> 
Like, I'm still helping people. And they're like, but we can't tell people you're a doctor. Correct. I'm like, that's your, I'm like, are you a doctor? My mom's like, that's not the point. Like, I, just, like, I want to tell my friends. Um, like, I came here so you'd be a doctor. Exactly, exactly. So like, that's really <laughs> it, you know? And, and it's so funny because it's full circle now. Now I teach people at NYU, you know, how to be dietitians. So it all kind of happened. And I like it because, you know, nutrition really is preventive. And this is how we can really decrease a lot of, um, you know, comorbidities in this, in this world, right? Like if we just learned about food and realized that like health and wellness is really accessible to everybody, but we as practitioners, our job is to make it accessible. So like, now you can't be selling $10, you know, bars. Like that's, that's not good. (laughs) That's stupid. Yeah. That it's like, that's great for someone who can afford $10 a meal all the time. And that's a snack. Like what? (laughs) Right. That's so funny. Yeah. It's like, no, of course it's much easier if you're wealthy enough to just afford to have someone like tase you if you try to bite into a candy bar. Yes. Yes. Um, that's so, well, okay. So could you, for people listening who may be, really I mean I feel like I've I've acquired a lot of the knowledge over the years of being like a woman who I have you know I have definitely an emotional tie to food and I also have an autoimmune disorder so I went down the rabbit hole of learning about eating to prevent inflammation uh, inflammation. yeah but for someone who maybe doesn't know about like metabolism and how it works. Can you give like a brief rundown yeah. of s- someone who's like, I just really, I don't understand. Yeah. There's like so much bullshit out there. And you know, like you read every magazine and every magazine is telling you like the new fat diet. So it's like very difficult to cut through and it's really hard for everybody. Yes. And then you have all these people on Instagram who like fancy themselves dietitians. I don't know. Like what? I mean, They're like, I only eat bananas. Yeah. You're like, and because I'm skinny, right. I'm right. Right. And then everybody's like, I can, I need to only eat bananas. And so <laughs> it's, it's really difficult to like wrap your mind around it. Right. And so first of all, diets, our diets. And if you want to do keto and you want to do low carb, like whatever, like live your life. Those things I will tell you in the end are very restrictive and tough. And so eventually you're not going to be able to sustain it. Right. So yeah, it's like too restrictive. It's too restrictive. So if you can remember like small things, it's you need to pair protein, fat and carbohydrate at every single meal because weight loss is really about regulation of blood sugar. And the higher, the higher the blood sugar, the higher the insulin, right? Because the insulin has to make the glucose get into the cells for energy, right? We need sugar, carbs to, to move, to live. To function. To That's function. our fuel. But and, then people will take that and yeah. go, so I should have biscuits. Yeah, and, and you're, like, you're like, God damn it. Or they'll be like, uh, I, you can use ketone bodies, fat and protein. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I know that. But you got you, the primary source, we are made to use carbs first. And in the absence of carbohydrates, your liver is going to make carbohydrates until it gets the message that it's not getting carbohydrates. And then you can use your fat and your protein stores. So if the higher the insulin in the body, always weight is going to be up. So interesting, right? So you need to stabilize your blood sugar. So the stupid example is the apple with the peanut butter. Apple has fiber, apple has water, but it also has fructose it has sugar so if you pair with peanut butter that has some protein and some fat instead of it spiking your blood sugar and telling the liver make calories store fat it's just going to be like a rolling hill and so oh. if you do that at every single meal but you have to remember like a serving of rice for example is really like a half a cup it's not two cups so that's the thing that people yeah. don't realize right you need to have like 
a cup of green leafy, you know, vegetables, then you're going to have your half a cup of rice, and then you're going to have your, depending on your size, you know, four, six, eight, ten ounces of protein. Like, that's what the fuck oh, yeah. like. And of course, you can have cookies, you can have wine, like, it does. it's fine, but what is your goal? If your goal is to lose 10 pounds, then sis, you can't eat cookies every day. Yeah, it's like, that's just not how it was. Sorry. Right. Like, we all wish it was. Right. And like, for but- you, you have an autoimmune disease, so... You know that if you drink alcohol, that's causing inflammation. So, but if you want to have a glass of wine today with your boyfriend or whatever, like that's on you. You know that in your mind. So, yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like, is that I, is is like the moments of like, well, I'm just, I'm going to accept that I'm going to be in pain. Yeah, exactly. Because this is what I want right now. And I think that's the problem with like this, like fuck diet culture, all this conversation. And it's like, well, it's okay to be focused on how you eat this food, right? And it's okay to have a plan for you. And guess what? If you want to count calories every single day because it makes you neurotic to see the scale go up a pound, then that's fine too. I I let you live. If it brings you comfort. If it brings you comfort. Like I didn't call you and tell you you need to lose weight. You called me. (laughs) So so that's it. You're like, I'm not going (laughs) to bully you. Right. But I also like you know, I'm a trained professional. So if I'm on the phone with you and you sound like your eating is disordered, then there is a place that you need to go and it's not with me. Like I'm, I'm not the practitioner for you. Right. Like, wow, that's great. I mean, that's, it's just reassuring to hear that. Cause I'm sure, I mean, in, in any field, you're going to run into people who might take advantage of like, or, or overstep what, what they really can do. You know what I mean? Where they go, I know enough about food. I could probably help with that. Or you're like, no, that's that's a very specific professional. Yeah, and you have to identify people, right? Because I'm very prescriptive in the way that I counsel because I believe that that gives people all of the tools and it gives them, okay, like I do it this way. This is the mechanics of it and it makes it easier for me. But I can recognize talking to somebody right away that that's going to make them more disordered. So like, bye, you can't work with me. See you later. Are, are there like certain signs like initially yeah. when when you talk to someone? Yeah, you you can you know when you're talking to somebody if they the big signs are like I don't eat this food, I don't eat this food, I don't eat this Too food. Restrictive, you're like bye yeah. bye, I can't this is I can't work with you. But I have other practitioners in my practice that this is their forte, so I just send them there. I have enough sense in my brain. My my partner and I we know like okay, let's you know build it out so that there's somebody That's for everybody great. and they could feel you- supported. That's amazing that you have like this network of like, you know, who actually would be much better at handling this. Yeah. So-and-so. Yes. Um, do you do anything within your practice, like with a client to uh, like work on relationship with food or is that completely out of like, no. what are some tips you give for having a healthier relationship? Yeah. Like we do a lot of, we do a lot of coaching. And so it's like, you have to learn how to feel, right? Because we are humans and we want to feel good. And every time people don't feel good, they go towards the thing that makes them feel good. So what is it? Yeah. Shopping, you know, alcohol, cookies, croissants, croissants yeah. Choco <laughs> pan, yeah, like all the things, right? Like maybe for some people it's going to exercise because that whatever it is that makes them whatever feel it is, good, yeah. they go to that because we seek pleasure all the time. And so even today, one of my clients called me and was like, I feel like I'm just going to eat like a pound of gummy bears and starbursts. And I'm like, as my boyfriend brings me a smoothie. Love it. So good. He's so nice. And I was like, well, is that in line with your goal? Cause you're, cause yesterday you were telling me how frustrated you were that you are constantly eating starbursts and Skittles. And then the scale keeps going up. So like, what? and she's like, I know, but I just feel so depressed about the state of the world. I'm like, yeah, I get that. 
But like, you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I got it. But like, you got to decide like what it is that you want to do. So you really have to do a lot of handholding and really support the client with, with their needs. And that does mean like answering texts and these different calls and, you know, just talking them through something, just them hearing you on the other end, like, okay, but is this what you want to do? If you want to do it, do it. I don't care. But yeah. Well, how are you going to feel after? And just like getting them to recognize, like, you don't want to feel the feelings. So you need to, you need to feel them. That's so important. Uh, that like They're going to keep coming back. Yeah. That like, I, I think that's just like for any type of coping mechanism, you know, like food, but in, like you said, people go to alcohol, people go to other things. Is that like, we're trying to shove that feeling down. I mean, that's literally a joke I do in my standup of, of like, I'm just using cupcakes to like jam the feelings yes. back in. Like, I'm not sad, yes, same. but, but like you, they don't, that doesn't make them go away. No, it just makes you eat more and, cupcakes or buy more products. Like my husband's like, when is Christmas ending? I'm like, I don't know yet. I just gotta like buy clothes and see if maybe I can wear them out one day. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you don't know i mean the world could open up tomorrow with a miracle cure miracle i have to be ready that's, to look my best that's right that's right but yeah exactly you just keep shoving down the feelings and so unless you're willing to feel then you're always going to have those problems and so like i really encourage people to just like take a look and also like you need to be honest like for everybody listening you should be honest with the things that you're struggling with because you could help other people like you don't have to be honest with everyone in the world, but you're really close yeah. friends. Like you should try to like reach out to them and talk to them about different things because you might see that you're also struggling with the same things and you could just support each other. Like if more people were just honest with their friends and the people closest to them, they would be a lot more successful. Well, that's so huge because there's so many times where like, you know, you finally do tell someone this vulnerable thing or a thing you're struggling with. And I think it's so cathartic to hear someone go, Oh my God, me too. I mean, that's literally, it's, it's such a strong statement. I mean, I don't want to bring up like me too, but there's a reason yeah. that that was such a strong, you know, yeah. uh, phrase for that movement is that like knowing that you're not alone right. Right. makes it just, I'm going to say it makes it easier, but it, it, how it feels like you're not carrying this weight alone right but it normalizes it it makes you feel that you're not like some kind of freak because you're just like yeah, like a lunatic a lunatic like am i the only one thinking this way and then your, your friend is like no nah, bitch i'm counting all the strands that are falling out of my hair i don't know what's happening to me too and you're like oh my god <laughs> thank you like, oh we're all just human that's yeah. crazy yeah yeah exactly so i just try to really be like open and honest with my clients, like just, I mean, obviously I don't tell them like all my life's dark, deep, dark secrets, but when they're like, <laughs> that'd be so funny. Yeah. Just like on low. Yeah, and, like, and then they're like, shit. I just want to like cut back on carbs. Yeah, like, oh. exactly. It's like, and they're like, but like, do you never struggle with cookies? I'm like, oh my God. Yes, I do. But I just eat them. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, like I love cookies and I eat them. Not every day, but it's hard. Like it's hard to eat. I make a conscious choice every day to eat a vegetable. Like every yeah. day every day yeah that you're like i don't wake up and go mm, i can't wait to have broccoli yeah. but you're like I, I know it's good for me i have to do so it. so i will choose to do it i will do it like i'm like guys i ate cheese whiz for breakfast every day as a kid eating broccoli is not part of the thing it's not instilled in me friend so like i have to work at this yeah well and i think especially for someone in your field or as you know the the expert that people are coming to i love that i think that's so important because you know i think on the other side, it's so easy for us, us being people going to a trainer or a, a dietitian or, or a, a doctor or whatever to view them as this like 
all-knowing expert as if as if you just sit on a pile of leafy greens right. and, and just never them. stray. Yeah. No, they're fucked up. They're fucked up. Like so no, many no. so many of the dietitians I know are I mean, honest to God, like when they're posting the picture of their cupcake that they're eating every day, I'm like, I know you don't fucking eat that cupcake. I know you don't. I know you no, don't. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> so you're lying to everyone, letting them think that it's okay and that you do that when you don't do that. And now they're eating the cupcakes every day, bugging out because they're gaining weight and you're not. Like, it's such a twisted <laughs> That's thing. so fucked up. What a fucked up way to, like, keep clients coming fucked back. Fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, guys, you know, like, you have never eaten that cupcake. You don't eat cookies. You don't eat brownies. I know you don't. Like, you're crazy strict. Like, be just be honest. Just say it. Just say and go like, look, yeah, no, I got the, I'm in the health I'm in because I do not do that at all. That's right. And it's like, if you have that strength, God bless you. God, Good for you. Yeah, like, I mean, your life seems boring, but like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, life without cookies or cookies. cupcakes ever? Ever. Depressing. No, it's like, what is the point of being alive? Nothing. Nothing. My son is like, mommy, when can we eat the chocolate? <laughs> Every day. Every day. When is chocolate time? Yeah. Is it's like we can have our one square of dark chocolate? No, he's like, can I have this big brownie? Can I have the whole thing? He's six. It's like this big. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, and, his, the, the, and my daughter is like, can I have half of that, Rocco? He's like, no, get your own. No, get your own. <laughs> she's like, but I, she's already like, but I only want half. Yeah. yeah. No, no, don't, don't eat, think like that. Eat the whole thing. Eat the whole thing. That's so funny. Yes. Um, let's, well, let's talk a little bit about like medical the tie between food we you brought it up a little but um food and disease yeah there's this whole movement right now that people are saying um you know just because you are an obese bmi it doesn't mean that you that you're unhealthy or you're not you're not unhealthy and it's like well that's not like entirely true I, and they're like bmi was founded by like a white european in the 1600s and it's not an accurate measurement and you're like okay it's not an accurate measurement but it's like <laughs> it's like baseline and like not for nothing but if you're five foot three and 400 pounds like even if your lipid profile looks great it's not good for your joints like no like you're just like that's it's not good for it, you it's no and it's so so dangerous to me because like i'm all about the body positivity aspect of loving yourself the way you are yes here's my body i don't have to hate myself i don't need to be ashamed yes i don't need to apologize but i do there was someone talking about a cosmopolitan article recently where they're like healthy at any size and it's showing these you know relatively fit people people with different body types but then there's a few people that are like very very heavy and it's like that's dangerous i think i, I mean it's just that like do we know a hundred percent that they're healthy? It's just like really I get I get what you're I get what it is. It's like you want to be body positive. Of course. Absolutely. Not, not everybody is looking like this pen. And you know, no. every, damn it. Yeah, everybody is all <laughs> shapes and sizes, right? And that's absolutely and that's fine. I never see somebody walking down the street that is quote unquote overweight or obese and think like, oh my God, they need my help. I don't even, I don't think about that because I'm a human. You ha hand them a card yeah. and you're like, let me save you. Yeah, call they're like, me. what I'm the like, fuck, bitch? I'm, like, I'm a human. I think about myself only, like just like the rest of you. <laughs> but like, but, but don't try to say that if somebody is literally this big and they, they can't move, they're not like yeah and and it's also like really depressing the other day i watched i was watching thousand pound sisters and i was like what? i accidentally came across that trying to watch the bachelor yeah and i was like yeah what i 
And I was like, is this just following them around? They're not even commenting on it? That's the thing. I'm like, they don't give these people support. And the story was so heartbreaking to me because they had been like emotionally abused growing up. And then, <sighs> and also their mother only ever gave them fast food. So like they never got a taste for like carrots. Right. And now, yeah. now between them, they're a thousand pounds. And you know, like the one is like, she has thyroid disease. She has diabetes. She can't see out of one eye. And I'm like, well, well, wait, is there a dietitian in their life? Is there somebody that can help cook them meals? Like this is TLC. Like, what are you doing to help them? Are you just like, watching? Yeah, what is, where is the TLC? Right. Like you're just watching them like some weird lab experiment. And so, so weird. So are you going to tell me that these people are healthy? I'm like, because I think it's unethical to say to these women, like, intuition be intuitive eating body positive no like, because it's like if you've been abused if your reality was that you grew up and your diet was fast food i mean that's how i was i lived off of like top ramen for like three years which i still am convinced is the reason i'm just under five feet i'm like i missed a huge growth spurt there. <laughs> but like you it's sad but like trauma changes your brain exactly and you can't necessarily rely on intuition because if you have a a brain that's been I mean there's a whole there's this book the body keeps the score and I'm sure there's other books that dive into this but like the way you process things gets like mixed up in your brain so things that you think here's the rational instinct sometimes you have to question that you have to go like is this reality or am I like responding to like a trauma memory yeah yeah I mean like these poor women and I was just like that's the thing it's like literally unethical to tell these people to intuitively you haven't given them a single tool and if you go up to them and tell them that they're healthy you're lying so what is it you can't just like blanket statement this shit and everybody is looking to feel good about themselves because you know damn yes. well if someone's like oh you're okay at this weight you're like great let me keep let me keep like, doing good it. let me rationalize everything and it's like i get it i i look at people who are like I have friends that are like body positive, literally like influencers. Yeah. And I look at them and I'm like, like I want to just be happy with my body. Are you really like, I'm like, is this real? Are you real? Are you really just like, I'm happy the yeah. way I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. No, it's, an, it's amazing because they have worked through a lot and, and I'm sure they look great. Like, but sometimes we have to also like admit the truth like j-lo you have a good doctor you don't just use olive oil so stop it so it's the same kind yes. of thing <laughs> like oh you just woke up and put a, a little natural ointment on your it's yeah. like that is there's she's human growth hormone in your face right and like you know everyone's like j-lo she's 51 years old i'm like okay j-lo doesn't drink alcohol she doesn't eat rice she works out two hours a day like she has all of these very strict things and I don't yeah. want to live my life like that. But on the opposite end, I don't want to be like that I can't move. That yeah, every... that like it hurts my body. Right, right. So there has to be an in-between and there has to be like no judgment on like both sides. But we also have to be realistic and responsible. And I think a lot of times we're not doing that. Yeah, because it's like it's also, you know, fine if you are fine with whatever the potential consequences of being unhealthy are. Like I, I'm like, I don't need to go and, you know, processize to other people. Right. I don't ever want to be that person. That's like, Oh, you're eating that. Oh yeah. I'm <laughs> you like, know? I, yeah. But people change what they're eating when I'm around. Like my brother-in-law once. He's, that's so funny. He like came into the house. I went to visit them and he came in the house with a bag of McDonald's. And then he was like, he put it in the fridge and I'm like, 
Harry, eat your McDonald's. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm not looking that's, at your food. I'm not turning my nose up at you. I don't give a shit. Like, it's not in my mind what you're eating. That's so funny. I do that shit just in life. That like <laughs> when I when I go get like shit food, you know, like fast food, I'm eating my feelings. Yep. Because yeah. I have like a roommate. Uh I'll, be, I'll eat it in the car and then like dispose of the evidence and be like, oh no, I'm just not hungry. Like I just mainlined a whopper and then I'm like, I'm just, I just, you know, crazy. I just yeah. don't, I'm not even, I don't even want lunch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like but pe- fucking lunatic. No, but people, or people like, you know, I live in a building and like they'll see my groceries and they'll be like, you eat ice cream? And I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, of course I eat ice cream. Do you eat ice cream? You want to eat ice cream together? Like, what is it? So you're like, it, it's <laughs> that's weird. So funny. It's really weird. It's like your loud ass neighbor, and you're like, if I didn't eat ice cream, I would have killed you by now. Exactly. Are you out of your mind? Exactly. That's, that's so funny because I think my stepping stone to getting into trying to be healthier, and for the record, I am by no means claiming to be a healthy eater. <laughs> It's like I'm aware when I am eating healthy and that's a lot further than I used to be where I just had no sense of, you know, I was the person who's like, well, it says low fat on this box of processed crackers. So So that's healthy. We're good. Yeah. But like, I think my initial I'm going to try to get into better shape and like eat better. I was like, I would just fall like following skinny people around in the grocery store. Like, what's in their basket? I'm just going to go with their kid. Oh, they're, Brussels sprouts. They're like, don't know how to cook those. They're like, they, they only have water, like lots of jugs of water and lemons. What do I do? Like, like, how do you, everyone's just on the Beyonce diet. Ugh, no. How do you feel by the way about like fad diets like that? They're just like so ridiculous. And you know, it's always tied to a celebrity, right? So like Adele, of course. Adele looks banging and she did some, yeah. she did this diet where like, I don't even know. Like, I, I know about it, but it's just so stupid because it's like one little snippet that they're like, oh, maybe this is going to help with reversing of obesity. Okay, fine. And now everybody is like, comes into the office. Like, do you know about the Adele diet? I'm like, guys, you don't have Adele money. So you don't have Adele chefs. They're going to make lettuce taste like cookies. So you need to stick with <laughs> JMS yeah. diet. Okay. What kind of yeah. cash do you have? Right? That's the diet you need to be following. <laughs> like, We're like, what vegetables can you afford exactly. and learn how to cook them your goddamn self? Exactly. So I think that's the thing is that all of these celebrities do this extreme stuff. You know, one time Sarah Jessica Parker, after she had her son, everybody commented on how how wonderful she looked. And I always commend her for this. She's like, I look wonderful because I have means. So I have a night nurse, I have a chef, I have all these people to help me bounce back into looking like this. Yeah, that it's like, be honest. Like, thank you. Thank you, okay? I don't have that money. I don't ha- I'm don't. i not that person, so I have to work harder. So if you're gonna always put yourself up on this pedestal that you're gonna look like J-Lo or Adele or whatever, you're always gonna be feeling like shit about yourself. Yeah. You, how can you do it? You're like, compare yourself to the coworker who has the same amount of money as you. Exactly. Like, well, you shouldn't compare yourself to anybody. That's so right. Like, that's right. But be realistic. I know. I always tell everybody, just stay in your own lane. Because you don't know what. Literally, eyes on your own paper. Yep. You don't know what stay other people in your are own struggling lane. with. So just stay in your own lane. No. And I, oh, I think that's so, I don't know if dangerous is the right word, but like, it's so easy to. I guess, try to latch on to like what someone else is doing in terms of food or like you see, even if you see like a friend lose weight and you go, how did you do it? And then you try to do it. Do you feel like, I mean, I guess, I don't know if this is the right question. I guess it's like the real thing is to like, you know, eat balanced, but. Yeah, but it's, it's very psychological and that's how we get a lot of 
clients, right? Because one friend will lose weight and then somebody will come and say like, oh, my friend did this. But I always say, your friend did this, but I'm going to tell you something about your friend. Your friend followed this. Your friend only eats, you know, dessert twice a week. Your friend doesn't, she abstained from alcohol. Like, are you willing to commit to those things? You have, like that person, I didn't wave a wand. They did work. Don't take away from the fact that they worked at that. So if you're willing to work, then you can also be successful too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Everyone's trying to be in a competition, but you're not willing to do the work. I mean, I mean, truly that it's like, we just want to show up and be like, I did it. That's such a sentiment for, I don't know if that's like millennial attitude. I say that as a millennial of just like the participation trophy thing that we have. Well, we're going to take a break really quick for a commercial. We'll come back. We'll talk about this more. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, food and disease and weight management. And then we'll yeah. talk maybe like about the world of nutrition and definitely want to talk about Kalina. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. Be right back, guys. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Okay, you guys, we're back. We were, I was looking a little bit at the live stream chat. For those of you who don't know, I probably mentioned it up top of the intro that I'll have inserted on this, but we are now live streaming the episodes for patrons. So if you want to be part of the live stream, get in live question asking, uh, join in the conversation, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. That's all new and we're having fun over there. Um, we started talking about somebody in the chat made a joke about lard. And how like their mom used to use lard while we were off off the air. And then uh, Vanessa, you were like, my mom still uses lard. I want to ask you because it feels like there is this. I don't know if it's a debate or like you read different things about, especially with. I think the new popularity of keto there for a long time, I felt there was like this whole, you know, we have to have hydrogenated oils or always olive oil or this. And now they're like butter, the fat from butter. I don't understand what it does in my mind. I'm like, what makes your shit slippery? So you poop out all your food. I don't know. What are your thoughts on oil and butter? I think like, I think the issue too, is that remember like nutrition is a new science. We only started studying nutrition after world war II when we were doing autopsies on like really young soldiers and finding that their arteries were clogged. So we wanted to just like provide better food. And so these studies are relatively new, right? 70 years. I can make any study. I could skew it to say whatever, the hell I wanted to say, right? Yeah. And there's always like little snippets, right? Like, okay, monounsaturated fat is better than polyunsaturated fat, better than this, but omegas, blah, blah, blah. And it changes. Right. And so like, so today it's butter and yesterday it was coconut oil and this and that. But here's the thing, butter and coconut oil and lard, they're all fats. Obviously <laughs> lard is not an ideal fat, but according to my mother, when she's making like these beef patties, it makes the phyllo dough like flakier so that's what they that's why they use it right so the serving size of a fat is one tablespoon 
Yeah, regardless. Regardless. But when y'all are asking like coconut oil is the antidote and like putting it on everything, that's the problem. And then and they just act yes, and everyone just me. basically acts like it's a free food, right? So they're like, oh, it's coconut oil, it's healthy. Like I'm I'm not counting it. Or avocado, it's healthy, yes. so I'll just eat as much of it. Well well, no. It's still yeah, you're <laughs> still you need to balance You're having too many servings of fat. That's so funny. I had a friend whose dad is a very large man. He's this big Italian guy. And, uh, you know, they tried to put him, they tried to put him on a diet, you know, his wife and his daughter, like you got to start eating healthy. And, uh, he wasn't losing any weight. And he's (laughs) the, the suspicion is that he wasn't really dieting and he was doing probably what I do where I'm, you know, shoving Taco Bell in my car. And I'm like, I had a salad before I got here. So I'm fine. But he's like, I think it's all the avocados I've been eating. (laughs) crazy crazy. oh because he gained weight he's like it must be all the avocado yeah because do you know how when i tell people i'm like well the serving size of an avocado is half and they're like i eat three a day and you're like um what (laughs) when it's also like well what are you eating with those what are you are you what are you doing during the day what's your physical fitness like what are you that's right because but they're like oh i had an avocado and a burger and and you're like that is too much and that's the problem is that people's perspective as to like what is enough is so skewed and so fucked up and twisted because you know we're the country yeah. that serves like 72 ounce steaks like who the fuck needs that you don't need that yeah or you get like free t-shirts if you can eat the whole thing like oh serving sizes in america are fucked twisted. i mean twisted cheesecake factory gives you like a family's worth of food in one meal one meal like it and sometimes you know like you'll go to cheesecake factory and you'll be like i'm gonna eat this salad and then you like look down and you're like yo this salad was 900 calories like what is yeah. in it you're like why didn't i just get a piece of fucking cheesecake yes like, you're like, like this i wasted it on fucking greens and like dried chicken this is not cool so yes <laughs> i i am definitely just like look guys you can eat whatever the hell you want that's why like I always tell people you have 35 chances a week to eat well, right? So that's three That's meals. great. Three meals a day. And two snacks. And and yes. it's like to achieve whatever goal you want, right? Like let's say your goal is you want to be plant-based. Okay, there's five times in the day that you can be plant-based. So maybe for breakfast you had oatmeal, you had a piece of fruit for a snack, for a lunch you had chickpeas, you had, you know, some carrots for another snack, and then you went out to a steakhouse for dinner with your friend who blew into town. Okay, well, four out of the five things you did pretty well, right? That's over- you know, that's it, a great way to look at it. So then it kind of helps you not feel like shit about yourself. And you could say like, okay, I, I was able to do it. Like, and then you yeah. can really start to understand what are the components of this plan that I'm trying to be on or what I'm trying to execute. And then you could, you know, not eat 72 ounce steaks and crazy things like that. Although don't well, let the, me and- come to LA for my in and out burger, double, double animal style. I don't care. I will eat oh it my God. and my milkshake and look you in your face. And I don't care. <laughs> I mean, talking about like fad diet ideas or whatever, I've gotten really into the at In and Out ordering the Flying Dutchman, which is such a broy keto way. To, it's it's just meat and cheese and no bun. Yum. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, there was a night where I was like, oh, I got like three of them, and I was like, it's fine. It's there's no. I mean, I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, this isn't good. This for is me. bad. It's what? still In and Out, and I'm dipping it in the the, the spread like. <laughs> in and out is way better than anything we have here in new york any like fast food yeah or new jersey excuse me yeah no new york it's like i mean i can spit on yeah. the city um in and out burger is we don't have anything like all we have is mcdonald's and um by chloe and i don't burger even know King. what that is it's like by chloe it's like vegan fast food 
oh, I I do know what that is, and I really like it for yeah, vegan for like, vegan food. Yeah, but, it's like they like deep fry avocados, and you're like, well, I don't know, this is something about this is so wrong, but I'll try it. But I'll try. Yeah, no, that was like the end of my. I did like I I was in New York a couple years ago for like three months, uh, and I did two or three weeks of being vegan. It was one of those. I'm gonna see how my body feels. I do that every once in a while. Sure. Like, let's see if my energy, whatever. And it went from the, you know, the first week of being eating vegan food but being pretty healthy about it to like muffins and Chloe's. And I was like, oh, this isn't is not. Yeah. This will be how I eat if I'm vegan. It's not. Yeah. I'm healthier not doing this. The problem is that all my every time vegans come into my office, they are like, always they are always overweight because. People want everything to be done for them. It's really hard yes. to be vegan and just like take things, you know, outside, right? You have to really be thinking. So when when they're like, yeah, so like I don't cook. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you're going to carry around beans all day and carrots? I'm like, I'm not really sure how to help yeah. you right now because you don't. Because like the accessible vegan food is vegan junk food. You Correct. know, right? if you're on the go, it's like Correct. vegan cookies. That's right. So you have to plan and they don't want to plan, but they want to be vegan. But also oftentimes it's really rare that I meet a vegan that's doing it for ethical reasons. They literally are doing it because they want to lose weight. That's always what I find. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. It's I, I find the people who are like for ethical reasons. I don't want to eat meat. OK, that's fine. Those people are not overweight. Those are people that come in and they're like, I, I cook. I just really want to like switch to vegan. I don't know how to cook. I need help. I want to cut out like yeah. the beef. And- You're like, great. OK, I can help you through that. But these people that come in like I don't cook. I'm a vegan and I need to lose 20 pounds. And you're like. And you're like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm really this is it's not for me. You and I are not going to work out. That's. That's so funny. How often do you tell people, I guess not how often, but like, do you, do you start with like a consultation and yeah, then go, I talk to this people. isn't going to work? Yeah. I talk to people for 15 minutes and I'm like, mm, cause this is what's going to happen. You see, you and I had this conversation and people are going to hear it and then they're going to call me and yep. be like, you are amazing. And then I'll talk to them and I'll be like, yeah, you don't want to work with me. And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm telling you, you don't want to work with me. But I have really great practitioners in my office. We take insurance. It's 95% insurance based. Yeah. Really? Whoa, what? I'm yeah. calling you after this. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Are you kidding? I swear. So like it's, and we do all like from a tele, um, a HIPAA compliant telehealth platform. So there are, there are nine other people that work w- like with us. So it's, you can find someone, but I'm not always, it. it's just that like I'm fun and funny. And so they're like, oh, it's, she's going to give it to me straight, but not everyone can handle the straightness no it's like they think they can and then they can't and then i can't imagine like the pre like how i've felt if i do a comedy show and like my set goes well but there's one person who's like i didn't care for them (laughs) because i know people are blaming you when they don't yes you know they don't you know do what they need to do and then like well i paid you and it's like I'm not a magician. Yeah, but I say all of those things straight up. I'm like, you have to do the work. I'm going to give you all the tools. I will be in your corner. I can help you. I can do all those things. But if you're not willing to do the work, we are not working together. Yeah, it's not happening. It's not happening. And so, and that's like even how I talk to my students. Half of They're like so afraid of me. But, and my kids are like... (laughs) My my daughter's like, should I come on the Zoom for the first day of class so that they know that you're just like tough, but you really care about them? I'm like, probably that would be really good. But it's the same <laughs> thing. Like, do the work. You got to do the work. If you don't do the work, you're never going to be successful because you're not going to have me forever. 
Yes. So it, and that's so, the goal, right? Is like right. I'm you're giving people a foundation. And then get out like, of my go. <laughs> like Yeah, you're like, I wanna help you and then you be have free. been helped. Yes, and be free. <laughs> like it's, Yeah, it's like the the goal of I think like most therapy is like you're not supposed to go to a therapist for the rest of your life. You're supposed right. to get the tools you need and go to like emotionally handle your shit i know but you know it's just like so self-indulgent to talk about yourself for an hour every week so it is no it's like or or you're aware of that's what it is you're like i don't wanna there are i mean there's sessions i have with my therapist that where i'm like there's sessions where i'm like here's the thing i want to work on i know i'm doing i want to react different and there's sessions where i'm like you know what i just don't want to burden my friends with these complaints (laughs) yes (laughs) so I'm going to burden you with this. Yes, and they're like, great. Yeah, like, I, that's the thing. So people want to come to me. They want to hear, like, I, you, whatever you were talking about on on whatever show, it was so amazing. And, and I'm like, guys, you don't, no, let me, let me put you with somebody else. Like, because it's so funny. Because you, ha- but I do work really well with men because I often find, because, you know, men, you could be overweight and bald and there will be somebody waiting to marry you. So it's so like (laughs) producer Sam. You guys can't see it, but he's like thanking the sweet Jesus. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's going to happen. So like they don't have a lot of these emotional issues tied to food a lot of the time. So it's very like linear, quick, quick, quick. Yeah. They don't have so many hangups on it where women are like my, Oh, my entire self-worth is tied to what it says on my scale. So yeah. Oh. And I'm like, yeah. Or like when people come to me, I, one time I helped somebody lose 60 pounds in six months. It was, what? it was the lowest weight she had ever been in her adult life. There was, there's no fad here. There's no gimmick. I just taught her how to eat and she did it and she did it with vigor and she did excellent. And she, it was beautiful. She felt great. It was great. And then all of a sudden she Amazing. like, she starts calling me and she's like, it's just like not working. And I was like, what's not working? And she's like, I don't, I was like, no, that's, that's not it. You're not going to come to me and tell me that I don't know how to do my job. It's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, you mean you're not doing it? Yeah. Is that what you mean? But then she admitted to me that she was eating a bag of Dove chocolates every day. Every day? An entire bag. And the thing is that she had like, she had trauma from being a kid and a lot of like you know her parents put her on weight watchers when she was 13 all these things that's sad so it's sabotage right because it's the fact that like she doesn't feel that she deserves to be happy and when i said that to her and took her to task she was really shocked because it's like i know i am very intuitively aware i understand the deal guys so but it's like what am i willing to deal with and not deal with and i I had thought that when we spoke in, and we were working together that she was dealing with those issues. And when I bought it out in her, she was like, oh, my God, you're so right. I was like, yeah, you're not ready for this. So you need to go deal with your things and you can come back when you're ready. That's it. Amazing. That's it. There's a, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, everybody No, it's wants- like now you know. Now yeah. you know a thing you have to deal with. Yeah. That's OK. Go deal with it. Because if you don't deal with it, you're never going to be successful at this. Yeah. And I think like that's I think maybe even more than half the battle is like knowing what you need to do. Yeah. Cause sometimes, especially with trauma admitting, yes. I mean, that's literally you go to like, if you go to like a 12 step program or anywhere, they're like the first step is admitting you have a problem. Like I cannot do this on my, I, this is not manageable anymore. Right. Right. And it's like, what a gift. And I think some people hit that, that part and that, I mean, there's a reason that that's the first step is because it's so hard to admit even going, oh, I maybe need help with this is very hard for a lot of people. Yeah, because everybody feels judged. And it's like, like for me, I'm not a judger because then I couldn't be in a helping profession. Yeah. 
And I, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, I'm not judging you. I, all I want to do is help you. But if you're not willing or ready to be helped, I can't sit here and wait with bated breath because I have um, many more clients to deal with, students yeah. to deal with, my children, my husband, my crazy ass golden doodle. Like I got things, guys. Like, <laughs> the golden doodle has attacked the neighborhood. I, I have mean, to go. He's, yeah. So like, you know, these are the, all the things that we're worried about. And you know, I, I want to help you and I can help you, but you got to do it too. Like we have to work together or it's not going to happen. Absolutely. I mean, that that's such a big part of it. And I love that you bring that in from the beginning because I think it like gives people just that, at, at least the initial like, look at yourself. What are you capable of doing? What are you really willing to do? Yeah. Because it's like, you don't want to waste their time and money either. You're like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than like talking to somebody every week and it's like, we want to work on like, like you'll hear their diet and you're like, your problem is you drink too much alcohol. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> but like, I'm so social. I'm like, okay, well you're in your fifties and you, <laughs> why am I laughing? I'm yeah, such a bully. No, I'm like, but, ah, grow yeah, up. Yeah. But like you're in your fifties. You, if you, you want to be this weight, but you're also perimenopausal and you want to drink every day. Like they don't, they don't work. So pick one. Yeah. It's also like, sorry if you're really that social then you didn't you didn't need the drink you're drinking because you're not as social as you aspire to be like yeah so and you need like, to we, i say that as someone is like i'm gonna need a glass of wine to be at this party like i know i'm like or i'm just like i'm just not going to this party and i'm gonna sit on my couch and watch tv and not talk to anybody things will be better <laughs> yeah like it's so much more peaceful here so much pe- also, like yeah like, i can use my bathroom that's clean i don't have to go out to a bar or anything because i'm here in my house Watching TV yeah. on my couch where everything is pristine. I feel happy. And also just so much less expensive. If I want, I could have a bottle of wine for the price of half of a drink. Yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I just think like being honest with my clients and people in general, it just like helps. But, yeah, they all call. They all want to work with me. And I'm like, no, you don't. Let me give you someone so, else in my practice. Our practice is like, great. Everyone is trained in health coaching. Everyone's yeah, trained let's in- talk about it. Is this yeah. Kalina? Is that the app? Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Well, it's not an app. It's just our, um, it's just our, excuse pra- me. Yeah. It's our practice. Like and the we, practice. Yeah. And, and everything is you can, virtual. So we can, we set everything up virtual. So we have people all over California, Georgia, whatever. Um, even in Europe, we have somebody in England. Um, they're Yay. American, but they're in England. And, um, <laughs> And we, you know, we pair you up with someone, but all of our practitioners are all trained the same. Everybody had it did their internship through NYU, except for one of our practitioners did her internship through Duke. So people are clearly quite competent. Um, we've been, we're all trained yeah. like top New York city hospitals with like, you know, bad things happening to people, which is gave us, you know, which is some, great for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Cause we learned a lot. That was it. We're not scared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, everyone's culturally competent trained. Everybody is, we train them on health coaching. We, you know, we, my partner and I care a lot about the quality that we're putting out. And we're also a diverse group. Like there aren't a ton of women dietitians. So, you know, if any dudes want to work with us, call me because I don't know where you are, but you know, <laughs> we'd we, love to have some of you. Yeah. We'd love to have some of you, but we have like we literally have like someone who's Indian. We have like Hispanics. We have someone who's Arabic. We have like such a wide like v- variety of people, which I think is so good because you, you yes. know, moms or, or millennials or, you know, someone who has kids, people who don't have kids, someone who's pregnant. So people, you can relate. So you can relate to somebody on the team. Yes. There's like cultural competence, which yes. is like, I think so huge, especially with food, because we, there are like 
so many different like cultural ties to food yes. or like yeah that your culture can affect your relationship with your food or just like the choices you make, you make. with what you eat yes exactly and so to be to have somebody who understands you know then that's going to help you when you can see that somebody sees you it's going to make you more successful and that's really important to us oh yeah absolutely um when did when did you like found this oh when my did God. you start do you want to laugh we did it during the pandemic good so no like, I, that's inspiring that you're like oh shit has to change and you make you like you adjusted that's cute yeah so like my partner and i both had our own private practices and we were like working on this before the pandemic happened and then we formed our llc in february and the pandemic hit and we we're like fuck it let's just like push just push and then lean in in july we hired our first two people and like now we're up to nine and we like it just runs like amazing like our accountant the other day was like yo you guys are doing really great and so like congratulations yeah so like well covid like sucked for a lot of people business wise it didn't really for us because we take insurance insurance is waiving co-pays you can talk to us via this zoom like everything is so you didn't have to miss a beat and you and you know like it was fun to do your zoom happy hours in the beginning but then it was like oh, yeah no, i'm not i can't fuck with this i need to be like healthy it. Yes. yes and like talk to somebody every week so because it we kept were. going mm -hmm. yes were you guys initially planning to be virtual or was it sort of like a shift no it's a shift but thank God it all happened because my partner, even to this day, is like, we need a big office space with multiple suites. I'm like, girl, no, <laughs> like I am not doing that. And she's like, yes, we do. People you and the universe was like, nope. Yep, I was like, the, I listen when the universe tells me. But she was like, no, people want to come in person. I'm like, no, they don't. They don't. Nobody's missing things now. And then all no. of a sudden, because it was like we, we called about a build out and all of these things. And I was like, oh, Jesus, help me. And then COVID happened. And I'm like, look at us now. Because you have to pay for telehealth. Yep, all the insurance companies are mandated by the federal government that they have to pay for telehealth. So here we are. Cha-ching. Amen. That's amazing. Well, and it's like opened up you guys to be able to help more people. Yeah, exactly. We are it's all we're all over the country. So it's so amazing. And I just hope that nothing changes. I know this this law is in effect until December 31st, 2021. So we have the next year. But I think that Allied health professionals, therapists, dietitians, I don't need to touch you. So why do I have to be in person? Yeah. You're like, I'm an, an information. Bless you. Yes. Bless. Andy in the back as I'm quarantining yeah. at my boyfriend's. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I can advise you from here. Correct. Correct. Ah, uh, so I good. love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> the children are home now that's probably my oh. cue to say goodbye <laughs> oh my god okay really quick before we wrap up i wanted to ask Ooh, there were two things three things i'll be quick um well first of all who's the kind of person that should contact you guys like what is like a person who hello <laughs> he can't hear you um <laughs> Anyone, honestly, anyone who's just trying to make any kind of small change with regards to their health. You don't have to want to lose weight to contact us. Maybe you just want to have a better relationship with food. Maybe you want to understand how to get your gut be like healthier. Maybe you, yeah. maybe you just don't understand food in general. You grew up with like not great food habits. So you just want to understand how, how to make it better. You want to know like some different recipes. So call us also, if you have 
real medical conditions. So if you have diabetes or you have high cholesterol, or we can help you with that too. Celiac disease, Hashimoto's, any kind of, Amazing. we can help, right? Um, and if you just want to lose 10 pounds, we can help you do that too. That's not like as fun for me, but I'll, I can help you. So you're like, I can do it. <laughs> I'll do no, it. I'll do fine. it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I wanted to ask, we talked about it during the break really briefly. Well, I want to ask two things. Okay. Air fryers seem to be really popular right now. They're my boyfriend awesome. has one. We got one for our producer, Sam, as a gift. He's loving it. What are your thoughts on air fryers? They're amazing. They just circulate the air. Like, they're not, you're not deep frying anything. So you don't have that. The oil component is minimized, right? Because you spray yeah. the pan and, you know, maybe you'll do a little oil on the chicken or whatever you're doing. So I love it. I use my air fryer literally every day every day. Yeah. The only thing that I've decided about my air fryer though is the vegetables. I don't feel like cooked that great. And also I like them better in the oven. I like them better <laughs> in the oven. Also, I tried to make French fries and I was like, Oh, F that I'm not doing that. I'm just going to buy the Alexa fries and do it that way because you have to like <laughs> leach the starch out. It's like a, like a multifaceted process. And I don't like that. It's just, too, it's like, no, this is not yeah. what I got. It's, this was for convenience. <laughs> but you know, um, if anyone knows skinny taste, she, she's like a mom of five, from Long Island and she has all these cookbooks and she has an air fryer cookbook and it's pretty good. So get oh. it. You're welcome, skinny taste. I don't even know you, but you can send me a book now because I just plugged That's it. That's right. She should send you a book. Yeah, what the should. hell? <laughs> um at the beginning of this interview, we talked about well, you you talked about really the importance of balancing um a fat with a carb and a protein in every meal. I've heard that there are gene like a genetic difference in people who this is more a dieting question, I guess people who do better with less carbs or less fat. Do you know anything about that? Do you I mean, know if there's truth to that? It might be true, but we don't know. And I think that's the problem is that people talk in so many absolutes when the studies, like you, there was a small study done that gave you that bit of information. Yeah. And now everyone's using it as gospel. And it's like, we don't know that it's true. But yeah, if you find for yourself that if you eat, only 15 grams of carb per meal and that it works for you and that helps you, then that's fine. Do that. Just don't omit the carbs and don't omit the fat and don't omit the protein because you're missing out on like valuable macronutrients, but also like vitamins and minerals that you might not be getting, right? Like you, yeah. don't, eat, you don't eat potatoes, but potatoes have a lot of vitamin A and that's good for your eyesight. And so like you potatoes can have Potatoes get a bad rap. Yeah. So people just overeat them. They need to really get it together. I mean, I get it. I, love uh, I would live off potatoes if I could. Same, same. Um, so for someone, uh, for people listening who are like, they're hearing you go like, okay, a protein mixed with a carb mixed with a fat for every meal. Um, just to like simplify for like the base level, if someone's like, I don't know what a carb is, you right. know, which so, there could be someone, could you give an example of like what yeah. a, like a breakfast would be yeah, assuming so, there's no restrictions sure. in someone's diet? Sure. Well, first of all, right. A carb is rice, pasta, corn, peas, potatoes. Those are carbs. The and so, stuff. Uh, yeah. So sometimes like a breakfast that I do often is an egg. So that is protein and fat. There's a fair amount of fat in the egg and there's a fair Ooh. amount of protein, right? So you, nice. hit, you hit both. Um, you could change it and just do egg whites and that would be just be the protein. Spinach. Okay. So spinach could just be like added fiber and some carb, not a ton. And then you could do like avocado or some cheese for the fat. And then you could nice. do like a sweet potato as the carb. And then I'll do everything but the bagel seasoning and hot sauce. Uh, try that tomorrow. I'm, I literally want to try that right now. Everything mm -hmm. but the bagel seasoning has changed my life. It next levels everything. 
Next level. Everything. Everything is good because you put that on on spinach, on broccoli, on on kale, on the most boring yes. bland shit, and you're like, this was delicious. It's delicious. Literally put it on every. It's like the the ultimate spice. Yep. So good. Do you? On that note, before we wrap up and get out of here, do you have any other like favorite go to? Uh, it's, even though this isn't like the core of what you do but like spices or or things you cook with that you feel like are kitchen necessities onion powder mm-hmm. onion powder all the or some onion salt like people get that do that <laughs> also for my friends who are not lactose intolerant a lot of times i do between lunch and dinner a plain chobani yogurt with a teaspoon of nutella <gasps> it's like a pudding but it's Full of protein from the yogurt and just a little bit of fat, and it's delicious. It will keep you full until dinner time. I've never thought to put Nutella in yogurt, and you might have just changed my life. So good. So I'll put peanut butter too, but Nutella. So Nutella's where it's at. So good. I also will. I use um yogurt as a vehicle for fiber a lot, so I'll put like two tablespoons of chia because that's eleven grams, and that's like almost halfway there. So I'll do that. You know. but the onion pattern, the onion salt, everything but the bagel seasoning, um, peanut butter, Kirkland, Costco brand. That's my favorite. You can send oh, me. Oh, I'm so. Costco is my Disneyland. Uh, it's my favorite place to go. And the one that's... I miss just like running through the aisles. Yeah. Like, yeah. S- uh, samples. I miss samples. Samples. No, they don't give samples anymore now with COVID, no. but they're, it's empty every time I go and it's awesome. Yeah, it's Love like it. you got some secret pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So those are, those are my, uh. Those are my main ones for sure. I love that. I love that. And uh, for people looking to follow more of your information or, or come, you know, see you, see someone at your company, how do they find you? Yeah, they can go to um, at Kulina Health, C-U-L-I-N-A Health on Instagram or www.kulinahealth.com. Amazing. Thank you well, so much. Thank you. I feel like we, we're best friends. We, we are best friends. Yeah. And good. I'm going to blame you when I gain weight. No, no just I, no, just call me. I'll walk you. I'm going to call you. This yeah, is amazing. It. I take I was insurance. Like, you take insurance. I, yeah. I have insurance and until I can no longer afford it. Yeah, we'll do uh, it then. <laughs> I'm like, I have to call immediately before yeah. I can't pay my insurance anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time. I know you've got to go. Your kids are home and you've got a, you've got a mom. But... Everyone go follow Vanessa, go follow Kalina Health and and go be healthy. Start a healthy habit this year. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Well, there you go. Vanessa Rosetto. And that's the full episode. Normally, I tell you guys, you know, anything over an hour only goes on Patreon. But this one, she got out so much info, it didn't even go to an hour. We kept it just under an hour. Mwah. Perfect. Just enough to get everyone all the info they need. But uh, if you're ever listening to an episode and they go, you know, over an hour, join the Patreon for a dollar a month or more. If you want to give me more, I'm not going to fight you on that. Uh, And you can get the full length episodes. But this one, you got everything. And if you liked it and you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. Leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Big, big thank you to John, Eric, Gene, Greg, Kathy, and Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon couldn't do it without you um and just so grateful for your friendship and our conversations and looking forward to being back on the wagon with our crappy hours and happy i now get to see you in the live streams we're doing a lot over on patreon can't stress it enough there you go you know you know what to do i've said it a million times you can also follow at blessed podcast on twitter or at ignorance is blessed over on instagram to see faces to go with the voices you're hearing in all of these interviews get to know our our guests a little bit better find out where to follow them if you didn't 
uh, hear their plugs, make sure you go follow Vanessa and Kalina Health. Give her a call if you're trying to you know, build a better relationship with food or, or get some advice on your diet. If she can't help you, you heard what she said. She's got someone in her office who can. And uh, there, it's, it, there's never a wrong time to try to take care of your health. So uh, I, I wish you all good luck with that. And holy shit, she takes insurance. So <laughs> assuming I still have my insurance by next month and can get the discount I get for making no money uh, on my premium, I may be giving her a call as well. So there you go. If you have additional questions for her or any guest, you know, hit me up. Best way to do that is in the Facebook group. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. Please keep in mind, by the way, no guest is nor do they claim to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. And I'm very grateful that Vanessa took time today to allow us to see things from her world. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Again, post for suggestions and questions in the Facebook group. Keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.